0: Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the TR90 Body Brain 30 Support Call. This call happens Monday through Friday at this time for about 15 minutes, um, this time being 6.40 in the morning Pacific time. Adjust it for your time zone. With that being said, if you ever miss any of these calls, you can go back and pick them up on sound, S-O-U-N-D, cloud, C-L-O-U-D. Put in Frank, F-R-A-N-K, Lomas, L-O-M-A-S, and tr 90, and these calls are archived back eight-plus years. Also, if you get your podcasts through some podcast service or a different app, if you put in Frank Lomas and uh, Solutions, the digit four, Anti-Aging, or Tier 90, they could, well, pop up as well because Frank says that they've been um, – popping up on some of the other podcast services. For those of you that don't know who I am, I'm Susan Mann out of Portland, Oregon, and I'm welcoming you to this call this morning. uh, Out of Portland, Oregon, I come to you with an education background. I came into TR90, well, now it's since 2009, and I came to the TR90 program from the R90 program, which was its immediate predecessor. The thing that I really like about the TR90 program is that it had the supplements and some of the, and the shakes to, and the jump start to really help get things moving in the right direction for me. Now, while, when I went through the program the first couple of times, I did not lose any weight. So if you're looking to lose weight, realize that if you've already got significant muscle mass, you're probably not going to lose any weight. If you're looking to gain muscle mass, you could well increase your weight. In my case, I didn't lose an ounce, but I lost 20 body inches, which is part of the reason why we always say either use like an OMROM scale, which measures your body fat, or to actually do the tape measurements and measure your upper arm, your thigh, uh, your waist, your hips, your bust line, Because those things, um, or your chest line, depending on if you're a guy or a girl, is a better indicator of how well the program is working for you or is not working for you. With that being said, the the TR90 program is one really good, lean, clean meal a day, two shakes a day, three snacks a day, 30 grams of protein at least three of those meals, seven plus servings of fruits and vegetables over the course of the day. Making sure to drink plenty of water. The current thinking is at least one ounce of water for every two pounds you weigh. So if you weigh 100 pounds, you should be drinking at a minimum 50 ounces of water. Now, if you're exercising moderate to heavily or you're in a humid area, you'll probably need to increase that because You'll be losing it through perspiration, and you don't want to get dehydrated because if you think you're hungry, chances are it's really the beginnings of dehydration, and you you do need to um, really stay hydrated because that is one of the key things for this program. Taking your supplements 15 to 20 minutes before a meal, if at all possible, um, it's It gives the supplements a chance to be on board in your system when the nutrition that you eat hits your stomach. With that being said, also seven to eight hours of rest daily and uh, 30 minutes, five days a week, of moderate to heavy exercise because that will help um, move you on your way. If you ever hit a plateau... The things to really look at would be to make sure that you're getting in that 30 grams of protein, staying hydrated, getting that seven to eight hours of rest daily, and your exercise. You can always bump up your exercise. You can always add an extra shake um, to kind of break that plateau, making sure you're staying hydrated. So those things are are really important. With that being said, I want to put a thanks out there to both Frank and Brian Curry, because they not only help record the calls, but they make sure that they get posted on the SoundCloud. And without the technical wizardry of both of those gentlemen, I don't know what we would have done, because it has just been an absolute godsend. So I am always looking for information to share with you that will help support that TR90 lifestyle that you're looking to build. And with that being said, I am sharing some information out of a book that's called Superfoods, Health Style, Simple Changes to Get the Most Out of Life for the Rest of Your Life. Last week I started talking. um, It's written by Stephen G. Pratt, M.D., and Kathy Matthews. This particular book was published in 2006. And last week I started sharing a little bit of information why blueberries are really important to include as one of your fruits or vegetables. And so I'm going to kind of pick up where we were at left off at with that. So blueberries have sidekicks, and one of the super sidekicks is cranberries. And cranberry consumption has been associated with the protection against urinary tract infections, kidney stone formation, periodontal disease, and also genital herpes, among other benefits. A recent study reported that drinking one glass of white cranberry juice cocktail daily was associated with a 6.4% increase in the heart-protective HDL cholesterol. It's not surprising that this cousin of the blueberry is so powerful. Cranberries contain among the highest levels of phenols of commonly consumed fruits. One study at Cornell University had compared the phenolic compounds in common fruits found and found that cranberries were the richest in the phenolics, followed in descending order by apple, red grape, strawberry, pineapple, and banana. Fresh cranberries are harvested in the fall and are usually only available in markets from October through December. Dr. Pratt always buys extra bags at that time and puts them in the freezer. When spring comes, his favorite frozen cranberry supply dwindles down. He relies on dried cranberries to toss into oatmeal or yogurt or even in salads. I, I can attest I've used them in salads and um, also tossed them in oatmeal and they give a nice little tart um, Bite to your salad or your oatmeal. Quite yummy, that. And a warning on cranberries, however. If you take the blood thinner warfarin, you may need to avoid drinking cranberry juice as it seems to amplify the effect of the drug. This can lead to serious bleeding issues. So if you're on a blood thinner That might be something you might want to take under advisement. So, frozen versus fresh. The new data on frozen berries yields some very interesting and encouraging news for those of us, probably most people, who can only get fresh berries for a short period of time. Indications are that frozen berries provide all the benefits of fresh. A European study compared two groups of healthy older men age 60 and found that those eating frozen berries daily had a 32 to 51% higher blood level of quercetin, a powerful anti-cancer antioxidant flavonoid, than those who had ate no berries. The results showed that eating even frozen berries can significantly boost your body's level of powerful disease-fighting flavonoids. So the next section is actually titled the Maine Paradox, as in the state of Maine, M-A-I-N-E. Perhaps you've heard of the French Paradox, a term that refers to the seemingly a seeming ability of the French to experience less cardiovascular disease than would be expected given their Pachant for rich cheeses and high-fat foods. It's been speculated that the solution to this riddle is the French love of wine. Well, now we have another contender for the top cardioprotective food of blueberries. A recent study found that blueberries deliver 38% more free radical fighting anthocyanins than red wine. And in one study, a 4-ounce drink of white wine contained 0.47 mmol of antioxidants. Red wine contained 2.04 mmol. And a drink made from the high bush blueberries delivered 2.42 mmol of these powerful antioxidants. (coughs) Oh, goodness. Didn't know where that came from. Okay. So nothing is more delicious than a bowl of yogurt topped with fresh blueberries and perhaps a sprinkle of wheat germ. In the past, this was a treat that we'd <coughs> excuse me that we'd enjoyed only for a few months in the summer when blueberries are at their peak. fortunately, there have been there has been a revolution in the blueberry availability, no doubt due to the publicity they've received as superfoods and the public clamor for them. Frozen blueberries, including those that are frozen organic ones, are available at very reasonable prices in a variety of stores. I always keep some in my, in my freezer. Wild blueberries have any, even more antioxidants than the commercial varieties and are often found in the frozen berry section of such markets as Trader Joe's, Wyman's, spelled W-Y-M-A-N, Wild Blueberry 100% Juice, is another product that contains wild blueberries. If fresh berries are unavailable, I put a cup or so of frozen berries into a container in the fridge to defrost overnight so that I can sprinkle them on my cereal or yogurt the next morning. When making a smoothie, he just uses frozen berries. You can toss berries while still frozen into pancake muffin or quick bread batter. Don't forget purple grapes and and can be and those can be fresh can and they can be fresh so in one hundred percent juice or jams, oh wait a second, I skipped the line now um don't forget purple grapes packed in. Packed with disease-fighting phytonutrients, they're readily available and can be fresh. In 100% juice or in jams, they're delicious, out of hand, and also good, believe it or not, from the freezer. Frozen grapes make a refreshing snack on a hot day. I've also been known to eat frozen blueberries straight from the freezer, too, especially if they're individually flash-frozen. On those really super hot days and you're looking for something cold or cool to help cool you down, grabbing a handful of either blueberries or frozen frozen blueberries or grapes are really great to have. There are few diseases more feared than Alzheimer's and no doubt because any mental disorder is frightening. Moreover, this affliction has become so common that many people find their lives touched by it. Of course, one of the tragedies of Alzheimer's is that entire families are affected, as they must bear responsibility for helping loved ones with this disease. There are currently about 4.5 million Americans with Alzheimer's, and the number is expected to rise to 16 million by the year 2050. Women seem to be most at risk, although the precise reason for the development of Alzheimer's is still somewhat of a mystery the lifetime risk of Alzheimer's disease is reported to be about 12 to 19% for women over the age of 65, and six to 10% for men of the same age. We do know that some in some cases are linked to genetic susceptibility, while others may be due to the damage from tiny strokes and resulting decreased blood flow to the brain. It's also clear that cardiovascular risk factors, including obesity, high blood pressure, and high cholesterol, are also associated with the cognitive decline we recognize as Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's disease is a form of dementia, and dementia affects about 10% of the adult population over the age of 65 and about 45% of those over the age of 85. Alzheimer's disease is most in its most common form of dementia is generally defined as an irreversible progressive decline in memory, language skills, orientation in time and space, and the ability to perform routine tasks. Since it now stands that one out of two of us who are re- are hearing this are slated to develop Alzheimer's or some form of dementia, if we live long enough, efforts at prevention are certainly most well-advised. Fortunately, there are steps we can all take to reduce our risk for the development of Alzheimer's. And like all health-style recommendations, the positive changes you adopt to avoid Alzheimer's disease will also help you avoid a host of other chronic disabling conditions. Like most diseases, Alzheimer's begins decades before the onset of clinical symptoms, and the brain changes very slowly, so you do have time to take steps now. Indeed, one of 13,000 women in the Nurses' Health Study found that the women who ate the most superfoods vegetables, like spinach, broccoli, and Brussels sprouts in their 50s and 60s, showed less cognitive decline in their 70s compared with those who ate less of these vegetables. In general, a health style of abundant superfoods, adequate exercise and stress control is the best defense against disease. Overall, since the brain relies on optimum blood flow, adequate nutrients and the right balances of fats those are the three areas that need special attention if we want to preserve optimum cognitive ability long into our senior years. We know for sure that a healthy cardiovascular system is the foundation for a healthy brain. So that is the bedrock of an effective Alzheimer's defense. And I think I'm probably about, I'm past my time for that. So tomorrow I'll talk about what that defense is going to be. Let me take us all off of mute so we can say goodbye to each other. This is Susan Mann, July nineteenth, twenty twenty one, signing out. So tomorrow we'll get into some of the specifics of what we can do to avoid Alzheimer's. <clears throat> Thank you, Susan. You're welcome. Thanks, Susan. Oh, you are most welcome. Don't forget, One Team Global Facebook Live. One of our illustrious leaders should be coming on in about a minute. Didn't realize I'd run so long this morning. (laughs) Have a great day, everyone. And we'll see you back here tomorrow. Thank you. You too. Bye.